Uh, you're back here on Mining Stock Daily, everybody. Trevor Hall joined by Michael Connard, CEO of Visla Silver. They trade on the TSXV and the NYSC with the symbol VZLA. We're getting an exploration and drilling update from the company. This morning they put out news that they have discovered yet a new structure located 250 meters west of that Kapala resource, which uh, Mike has always been very confident and in, in uplifted about. And so, Mike, uh, I guess congratulations on further exploration success there at Panuka. Yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, we... I'm not sure if we really deserve the congratulations on this because this was an accidental discovery. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell people that. Right? <laughs> no, that, that. That's what happens. I mean, yeah. you know, it's oftentimes that's how. I mean, didn't you find Kapala somewhat by accident as well? Well, no, I, I shouldn't. I mean, I, I'm done being a little bit cheeky, but uh, you know, Kapala was a, a blind discovery. We were we were drilling into another structure and we we intersected Kapala. Uh, but this this project, or this sorry, I should say this vein, uh, which we called the Molino vein. Molino is uh, mill in, in Spanish, and we were actually condemnation drilling, looking for a place to put plant infrastructure. Actually, our intention was not to find silver, not to find mineralization, and we 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 drilled into this vein, and of course, you know, we intersected a two kilo over one one and a half meter, uh, you know, intercept there, which is you know great grade. And, uh, you know, I'm joking about it being accidental, but it, it, it wasn't our intention to find a vein here. This was just a, a consequence of our condemnation drilling. Okay, very, very interesting. That result came out about one and a half meters true width, just over 2,000 grams per ton silver equivalent there. Uh, there was also a shorter interval with 30, well, 3,480 grams per ton silver equivalent uh hole 407 that was 1100 grams per ton silver equivalent over a meter and a half and hole 411 returned 395 grams per ton over four meters true width uh you know so how do you kind of follow up here at molino are, are you planning on you know, mobilizing another another drill crew there and just kind of hammering it out mike well we'll, pro- we'll do about 2500 meters um you know in the future here at, at this target it's you know it's great, right? It's it's in between Napoleon and Copala uh, and, and Tejitos there, so it's it's right in the you know it's basically the bullseye in our our radius of, of resources here, what we call our center of mass. So we will we will drill it. Um, you know I I think there's probably many more of these Molino type veins in between Napoleon and Copala that we'll find in, in due time. Yeah. So okay. So that's interesting. I mean, how do you kind of strategize new discoveries here? If this was somewhat by accident you know you can't just go wildcat a bunch of drill holes but you know what is if if you think there's more structures to be found how do you go about systematically searching for those well you know it kind of takes us even a step back from 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 just exploration think about what what's coming for the company and you know we're we're working on a pea that'll come out at some point in likely the first half of, of next year um, we'll have an updated resource in the first, uh, likely the first quarter of, of next year. And, um, you know, the project is, is starting to move towards development. And I shouldn't say the project. It's not the project as a whole. It's, uh, it's our center of mass. It's that three-and-a-half-kilometer, four-kilometer radius. Basically, if you were to put a pin right on Molino and draw that radius, that would encompass about 95% of our, our resources and, you know, it would be a mine plan. So we're, we're, we're 
deciding on how to, to drive that part of the project forward, which is, you know, that, that early stage of development and, um, you know, will likely be that center of production for, for the project. But at the same time, we need to look at the whole district as a whole. And, and Jesus and Peter McGaw uh, have a technical committee where they they look at, you know, what's next for the project. How do we find more of these Copalas and Napoleons all kind of in a swarm like we have here in the West? How do we find other centers of mass throughout the, the whole district? So one of the ways, you know, to do that, well, I should say one of the ways to find more mineralization in the West here by our resource is actually pseudo wildcatting. It's drilling fences, you know, so we're, we're drilling fences across the, the area. Uh, that was proposed to us by... Um, uh, by a consulting geologist that we had at the at the um, uh, Dick Silito that we had at the project uh, a few years ago, so it's something that we want to do. And I know Craig is very excited about the fence drilling in in the West. Um, but we're looking at the project as a whole and the region as a whole, you know, age dating rocks and and things like that, and then likely doing geophysics, likely just drilling targets. You know, La Luisa, another one of our new discoveries this year, was uh, an old. You know, old working that we just drilled underneath and, and hit high grade there. Um, we weren't expecting too much from it because, you know, the surface expression wasn't that great. And then it turned out that, that La Luisa was big, thick, and, and high grade. So, you know, I was lucky now. We were down at the project 10 days ago sitting at dinner with, with Peter and, and Jesus and, and hearing them talk about it. You know, they, they say, you know, well, we've just got to get out there. We've got to look at the project as a whole, find these targets, drill test these targets and, and, and test them deep and make sure that we're not missing anything because, you know, this is a, you know, one of these prolific vein fields in Mexico. We will find more resources. We probably will find more copalas and, um, you know, it's just kind of traditional and, and, and thoughtful and scientific exploration that'll lead us there. Uh, with the location of this new Molino vein, you mentioned it's in between, uh, Kapala, um, and uh, Napoleon, excuse me. So would it be pretty, could you drill it enough in time to add a resource onto this thing and then incorporate that into next year's PEA? Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Um, yeah, it's definitely possible. It's, it's probably not going to make it into this this upcoming resource, but okay. um, potentially into the PEA, but um, you know, it could be also future upside for you know feasibility study as well. So um, hard to say just at, at this moment here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that that is interesting is that we, you know, I expect probably in 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 well, I should say next year in 2024, we expect that we'll be able to get underground and start to develop towards Copala in a test mine, uh, basically for us to reconcile our drilling at Copala and Napoleon. So, you know. The potential that we find even more veins as we we tunnel across, um, you know, from basically an added on tejitos towards the Copala main structure, you know, I, I think we're going to find more more veins doing that as well. And similarly at um, uh, at Napoleon tunneling across to Napoleon. So, you know, it's one of these things that uh, you know, San Dimas gives us all these clues, right? And at San Dimas, they basically just did a, a 14 kilometer long tunnel from one side to the other. And that was their exploration. They just started mining veins off of it. You know, subsequently they mined out 600 million ounces of silver and then another 11 million ounces of gold. So, you know, once you're underground developing at these types of districts, you know, the, the you know, you're gonna find more veins, you're gonna find more resources. I think the key for us is just to put a, draw a line in the sand and say, this is, 
this is the center of mass. This is this is the economics. This is what's going to cost for us to develop it and and and, um, and put it forward. And that's why that PEA is so important. But really, a lot of that de-risking work, like the the, the development, underground development, and and mining, test mining, uh, permits, those types of things are going to be very important going forward as well. I think you had mentioned that test mining strategy when we last chatted in Beaver Creek last month, Mike, if I, re, if I recollect. But, you know, have you started the permitting process to kind of get that going? Yeah, yeah, I, I, we, we have started that. And, um, you know, I think at, at some point in 2024, we should, should, should very well be underground there. Okay. And you know exactly where you'd want to enter in and, and drive the portal? Yeah, type of thing. yeah. Okay. Okay, very good. Uh, very interesting. You know, I, I, I do want to get your general sense of uh, silver equities here. Um, obviously, silver's been somewhat of an interesting trade. Mike, uh, it's it's has uh, mostly ups after kind of having been being pretty ugly here. But I wanted to get your thoughts on what you're hearing, uh, not only from the street, but your shareholders with kind of the, the health of the silver equities. Because you can make maybe a bit of a case that the junior silver equities are starting to show some signs of life. Um, but I just kind of wanted to kind of pick your brain here and, and see if the, the mood around silver plays or have changed over the last couple of weeks. Well, it's interesting. You know, we had a little rally um, last week up to, I don't know, it was a buck mid, mid dollar fifties in the Canadian listing, and, you know, in the, in the States, well over a dollar. And uh, that was kind of, you know, it's based on metal prices, I think, and a little bit of uh, you know renewed interest in the space. But it's amazing how quickly one or two buyers uh, can can re-rate the stocks that we have here, and yeah. and and in the same way sellers too, right? You know, there's uh, another silver equity that did a bought deal um, relatively recently and and got punished, you know, pretty heavily for that. But you know, what do you do? You need the money, right? So. Um, you know, you can't you can't fault the company for that, but it's it's a you, you know any kind of um, addition or uh, well I should say addition of, of buyers or sellers in this market has a pretty profound effect on on the share price. Now imagine if you know silver goes up a couple of dollars and a few guys in New York or Singapore or Dubai want to buy some some silver stocks. You know they're probably going to go to the New York listed ones soonest at first. I would think you know there's not a lot of other um, international silver companies listed on international exchanges so you'd, you'd probably go straight to the new york listed companies like Visla, and you know even if you bought a couple million dollars worth of stock in these companies this you know Visla would probably go to two bucks i would say you know it's uh mm-hmm. it's one of those uh uh you know it's such a such a tightly uh balanced market right now that that any kind of additional buying or selling you know is a, is a major effect now i do think that silver price is going to go up and maybe not this year, but but um, you know next year I think should be should be quite positive and and um, you know I, I'm I'm excited for that. But uh, we're starting to see gold make some moves and typically silver lags not that far behind, but it does lag and then it outperforms. So um, you know I think it's uh, it's positive for silver. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, to give us okay, what are we going to see next year, Mike? Uh, out of the Panuco project, more drill results, I assume. Yeah, you know, it's it's um, Copala, you know, we, we've got a lot of drill data coming from Copala. La Luisa continues to, uh, to to perform nicely. So more drilling. I think we, you know, we'll address the um, the exploration strategy that our team has come up with and, and what we see as the future there, because really we're going to have a, 
a company that's doing you know a dual track of uh, you know showing the potential of the project in the West you know the PEA path towards development um, you know that type of work and then likely we're going to be able to show big discoveries and and um, you know new uh, centers of mass throughout the district so uh, the rest of the year we'll talk about what we've done we'll talk about where we're going and then we'll show kind of major milestones in, in 2024 and, and, and how this you know how this how this becomes one of the world's largest silver primary producers single asset perhaps we'll have a turnaround in the market as well wouldn't that be something all right. well we're one day closer <laughs> one day closer all right all right everybody that's your update from michael connard and visa silver again trading on the venture and the nyse of vzla they are a sponsor of the podcast i am also a shareholder of the company and that's a wrap here today slow day i'm recovering we'll try to be back tomorrow morning <laughs> with the morning briefing everybody have a good evening be well The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.